Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production. Available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson on demand. Yeah, before we go, i got to just say a couple of things. First of all, I listen to you all the time, and, and you, you fill me in with everything that's going on in Canada. I need to know one thing. How are we going to make up this, these NHL games? I don't know what's going on. Omicron flying around, I understand. Protocol 5, I get it. But how are we going to make all those games up, bro? We have a two-week window, and we have three weeks plus of games postponed. So your guess is as good as mine. Maybe ask Gary Bettman, because I don't think he knows. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Gotta love that Kim Coates. Gotta love that Kim Coates, I'll tell you. Sons of Anarchy, bad boys, bad blood. Watch for the White House Plumbers coming out in March on HBO. Love that guy. Hour two of the RP show is brought to you by Great Western Beer, Original 16, extra smooth, extra refreshing. Find Original 16 at a store near you today, available all across the prairies. And uh, let's bring the moose in, if you don't mind. Darren Moose Dupont. He's got some breaking news that I can't wait to get to with you. But I have to say, one of the finest nights of my life, and I've had many moose, was when the Saskatchewan Rush pro lacrosse team brought Kim Coates and I in together as ambassadors. One night only. RP and KC. And I'll never forget, there's a wonderful photo of it. I don't know if you saw it. Of him leaning over my shoulder. And he put his, like, his gun in my ear. And I've, people have seen that photo, and they've often said, what, what did he say? What did he say? He'd never been to a Rush game before, so what he said to me, Moose, was, they play music the whole effing game? And I'm like, yeah, it's un- unbelievable. <laughs> it's, it's a rock concert, man. Oh, yeah. I remember the, the first, first Rush game I went to, I had Criss Cross. What's their big song, Criss Cross? Whatever it is, before your time. It was ringing in my ears. Yeah, jump, 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 jump for days. Oh, <laughs> it was awesome. I it was awesome. Like it. And by the way, uh, talking about high energy sporting events, the Palace Athena Women's Fighting Championship is coming to Calgary this Saturday night. Moose and I are both going to be there. Saturday night's card features two world titles on the line, including the 135 pound world title belt will be handed out see it live with us at gray eagle resort and casino in calgary or watch live on pay-per-view visit pawfc.com for information so darren uh, sent me a text while he was off the air and he said that you have some ken holland quotes the general manager of the edmonton orders met with the media this morning and i did a quick titter, uh, twitter search in the break and I saw some of what he said. So I already has sort of formulated some thoughts on what Ken Holland said this morning, but our viewers likely have not, Darren. So what can you tell them about what Holly told the media in Edmonton this morning? Well, I had it up and I was trying to watch to see if there'd be a news bar. I was watching it live, but not listening, you know, tip it out in Edmonton, but that's not the case. And so I went to Daniel Nugent Bowman, our friend from The Athletic in Edmonton, said Ken, Ken Holland basically poured cold water on near-term moves. 
here's kind of what he said. He said, the Oilers have had seven coaches in the last decade, and you just can't keep replacing coaches. Uh, Holland says, I believe the team is playing hard and competing every night. He says, we're going to win. I believe in the coach. I believe in the team. I believe in the leadership of the team. Says he's working the phones. The solution has to come from within the locker room. So that's from Ken Holland. No short-term moves. Dave Tippett's not going anywhere. Listen, I've been saying it for a couple of weeks now, and I'll wade into these waters and say it again. You are almost halfway through a season. I'm a, look, I've been around a long time. I've, seen, I've been with championship teams. I've been with bad teams. I've been with worst team in the league teams. And my take on that is you're halfway through the season. You've built something. This isn't new. I also saw that Holland said we've made the playoffs the last two years. Right? I don't know if you read that in your thing or not, but he believes in his people. You need to show trust and confidence in your people. You've come this far. You've signed Mike Smith twice. I don't agree with it. But there's a reason they that saying dance with the one who brought you. And if it blows up at the end of the year, then I think Ken Holland's got to be looking over his shoulder too. But firing Dave Tippett right now, yeah, it's not a swoon anymore. It's whatever's longer than a swoon. It's a slump, I guess. It's a slump. But the talent not only is there, it's better than the last two years because they've augmented it with the Cody Ceces and the Zach Hymans and the Duncan Keiths. And they haven't all been healthy the whole time. But let's get them all together on the same page. This is a team that finished number two in Canada last year, number one most points in all of Canada two years ago. The talent's there. And when it it's a between-your-ears when when between thing, I can tell you that is far easier to fix than a no-talent thing. That is that playing Monopoly when you got no money and no property, and you just got to keep going oh. around the board and trying to collect 200 and land on the right squares. They're not that. No, yes. they're not. It's, it's, you know, it's something that if they find their way out of this and they can overcome this, it's going to make the organization really dangerous. You know, overcoming this adversity midseason and then knowing that if you get into a bad spot, you can come out of it and that you've done it already. This will make this group really dangerous if they get out of it. Now, if they don't get out of it, it makes for a really tough 2022 portion of the schedule in the end of the year, and it'll be tough to get into the playoffs. But if they do, look out, because the Oilers team last year ran into some adversity in Winnipeg and couldn't get out of it. This is a, you know, a great test for this group, and you're right, the talent's there. Hey guys, Moose here. When you're done listening to this podcast, you should check out Blindsided. The Players' Tribune has launched its first ever mental health podcast called Blindsided. It's hosted by former NHL goalie Corey Hirsch and psychiatrist Dr. Diane McIntosh. The show shares moments for a variety of athletes when everything changed for them and mental health became the most important focus of their lives. It's called Blindsided from the Players' Tribune. It allows listeners to have an understanding of the different types of mental health challenges that people face. And they've already had guests that include Kevin Lowe of the Oilers, Paul Bissonnette, and Kurt Warner. It's available now. The Players' Tribune launching its first ever mental health podcast called Blindsided with Corey Hirsch and psychiatrist Dr. Diane McIntosh. You can check it out now when you're done listening to this wherever you get your podcasts.
Jen's watching from the Four Seasons. She says it's not a coaching issue. I believe there is a cancer in that dressing room. The team will have to figure that out. Now, I don't know if it was here or last night it broke that the Oilers are considering Evander Kane. And whoa, whoa, no, 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 no. That, that C word is a tough one to throw around. There's no worse label in sports, but let's just look at Evander Kane's track record. What's San Jose done with him? What did Buffalo do with him? What did the Jets do with him? Now, you're not introducing that into your locker room. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, people are talking about taking the viewers, putting uh, Paul Maurice in there. No, they're not making a coaching change. No. Just a little more on the story time for a sec. Cindy uh, Girl, she's watching in Pittsburgh. She says, Rod and Kim, that had to be a brilliant afternoon. <laughs> well, it was an evening. It was a rush game. I honestly can't remember who they were playing. I've told this story before, but I'll say it again briefly. You know how much the former owners of the rush, the Urban family, I just, I love them. And they treat me like family. And they said to me after the game, to both of us, they said, you guys want to go address the team? And I'm like, no. And Kim's like, I will. Jumps in there, jumps on a table in the dressing, the rush dressing room at Sastel Center, gives this ah, Newt Rockney worthy speech that they all wanted to run through a wall for Kim Coates. But I hate that. that that's the difference between a guy like him and a guy like me. Um, nobody, I'm what you would call an extroverted introvert. Look it up. You and I have had this discussion. I could give a speech, yep. give me five minutes. And I'll prepare something. But there's been many times where I've been asked to address a group, a team, a school, right on the spot. And I crap myself. Give me five minutes and I'll come up with something. But, and you probably could do that. Because I, I think that you're an extrovert. I'm not. I, I can come up with that just as good a speech, believe me. But give me five. So yeah. many times in my life, I've just been impromptu. Can, 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 can you get up and, and speak to the team? No, it's not what I'm here for. Not the coach. And then you look like a complete tool sometimes when the players are sitting there watching. That's had that happened with the Pats. The rush, at least I the could, players weren't listening. Could you get up and address a group or a team or give a speech on cue? I could figure it out. Yeah, I could probably do that. And it's not me being an extrovert. I think I'm more of an introvert than you think. Um, but maybe not. I um I could I could do that. That I'm okay with. That just being able to to talk, I'm cool with that. But it's like going to a comedian and being like, make me laugh. Tell me a joke. And then it's just like, <laughs> holy smokes, the pressure is on now to deliver. Oh, I can't just give me five. Yeah. One time I was with the Molson group, Molson team, large team. And the, uh, the, the big cheese, not Jeff Molson, but up there, said, yeah. you want to address my team? No. And like 10 minutes later, I was like, oh, man, I got the greatest speech. But it was too late. You know what I mean? Oh, um, I can do it now. Well, no. Have you ever yeah. been at a game and you're sitting there with friends or you're watching on TV and they're like, hey, hey. Do us. Do some play-by-play. -play. Show us how you do this. Show us how, no, how I this tell is. Them to, I and tell I'm them like, to go piss off a rope is what I do in that case. <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. Um, I don't have a roster. I've never done any homework. I don't like, what do you want me to do here? Right? Not just right. here. Hey, do a little play-by-play. -play. box where you can plug in a quarter and I'll start dancing.
Brian McCarthy watching in Saratoga, New York, says Coatsy must have channeled his role as coach Hortensi in Goon for that speech. Yeah, maybe. I blacked out. I blacked out. I don't really, I had to watch the video later for what Kim Coates said. I was so rattled. Um, from Cine Girl in Pittsburgh, she says, What I wouldn't give to attend a Rough Riders game with you two. Come to Pittsburgh, Rod, we'll do lunch. No speech is needed. That to me sounds a little more appetizing. By the way, yeah. it's 111 Eastern. Hit it, Jordan. Eleven, eleven Mountain, and the and the reason that I say it's a very special day is check your calendar. Today is one eleven. Gonna put that up. Wow. LFG. The the unawake won't even know. They won't even know. But if you're awake, it's a very special day. John watching on YouTube. And this guy, John, he had the comment earlier. That, right now, he's the comment of the week. It's not great, but we'll take it. It's what do you call cheese that's not your cheese? Do you know? Nacho cheese. Nacho cheese. Yeah. I'll allow it. So that same guy, John, says... Just my opinion and observation, starting to think young Connor Bedard should take the route south as young Cole Sillinger did. More canceled Pats games announced and not good for development. Was that just this morning? Four more for the Pats? I'm losing, um, not patience or my mind. That was gone a long time ago. I'm having Mm -hmm. a tough time keeping track, Darren, of what's going on and what's not going on. You know what I mean? I know. I know it's wild and I'm just trying to check my phone to see if there's any those cancellations coming through. There was four. They got, I think the Pats and the Blades are both resumed uh, or able to resume activities. The Pats are set to play Sunday at home and then I think Tuesday, but it's like, we don't know day by day. We're not really sure what's going to happen. And, you know, it's the, it's the reality of what we're in right now. And it's, it's stressful for a lot of people. I get it. Yeah. Coming up in uh, this hour, too, Brian Munns, the voice of the Winnipeg Ice, longtime voice of the Winnipeg Jets, and also the Humboldt Broncos. Munzee's going to be with us to talk about all of this. They got questions for you, Cynthia, in Pittsburgh. Um, Ryan on YouTube says, uh, will Big Ben bring any magic into the playoffs? I'm watching the coverage on ESPN, obviously, and it's all about the NFL playoffs. When it's not about Georgia, Alabama last night, it's about the NFL playoffs. And I'm thinking it's only Tuesday. There's a lot of things going on in Canada that we can talk about. We'll get to the NFL playoffs by the end of the week. But I will just say this. um, You're in the NFL playoffs. There are 16 teams. If you were one of the 16 teams, you have a chance. Uh, I'd have to look up when's the last 16th seed in the NFL playoffs gone on to win the Super Bowl because it's usually the favorite. It's not as common as like the National Hockey League when the LA Kings did it in 2012 and they were the 16th team, right? Right. But I just I think Pittsburgh's got a chance because they're they're in the dance. They got a chance because they're in the dance. They got a chance because of that defense, Minka Fitzpatrick and TJ Watt and the guys on that defensive side of the football are so good that they'll be able to keep them in football games <clears throat> for how long? 
you know, and if teams focus on Najee Harris and Big Ben can't throw the ball, then they might be in some trouble. But Ben's been asked to throw the ball up to 50 times a game, which is just incredible. Never mind for a quarterback of his age, you know, so he's going to have to connect. I think he needs to be a little more patient, you know, and not just try and rip it in there every throw. That's been one of his, deep, his downfalls. But they got a chance, and their defense will go a long way in the playoffs of helping them uh, potentially create some upsets. Chase Claypool suffered the sophomore jinx this year. Still playing a big role, uh, Claypool is. Um, but you're right, it's not quite the same. A little bit of that. Um, I think he's had some mental mistakes, you know, celebrating on plays when he needs to just get back to the line of scrimmage when the clock's running late in the game. We've seen that. Um, but he still is a target here, and he needs to step up and have a big playoff too if the, if the Steelers are going to advance. Jamie watching in uh, Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, says it's taco clock somewhere. I like it. It's a little more original than the, than the nacho cheese joke. Right. They got taco nacho times in Nova Scotia. Nacho cheese is what I get from my five-year-old five niece gives yeah. me the nacho cheese joke. Yeah, that's a child's joke. I think we got a new leader. We got a new leader. It's Jamie in Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. It's Taco Clock somewhere. Didn't Jimmy Buffett sing that? <laughs> um, Jeff Cabellus. Jeff Cabellus in Winnipeg says Rod's going to flip his Boca Raton table over with more Pats games canceled. Mm, what doesn't really affect me a ton uh, from a timing standpoint is with regards to the environs I'm in. Things have worked out very well timing-wise that way. But I see that the Pats are actually going to be playing at home Sunday. I don't know. It's crazy. John Ohm in Winnipeg says, grab a taco. Rod will be spilling beans shortly. I don't got anything to spill, brah. Not today. We're just sitting here chewing the fat and talking about what's going on in sports. And we'll yeah. continue with more of you, the viewers, when we come back. You're watching the RP Show. Hour 2 is brought to you by Great Western's Original 16 Beer. On Game Plus Television, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. RP Show continues on this Tuesday, episode number 671, originating from South Florida. Tonight is the Florida Panthers against the Vancouver Canucks. That is my featured game. The poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, who will win Super Bowl 56, the AFC or the NFC? 62% have correctly said the National Football Conference where the Dallas Cowboys reside. And we'll talk about that matchup uh, throughout the week. This weekend's playoff games, of course. We are in full-on Taco Time viewer takeover on this Tuesday. Taco Time Canada has over 120 locations across Canada. I don't know. I want to pass this along. This is a new contest. Well, not that new. In two months' worth, uh, the comment of the week, Moose. But Jamie in Nova Scotia says... Um, he wants to donate the card back if he wins. That's a first. That's a first. Hey? Okay. Yeah. Or maybe we just award it to somebody else. It is only Tuesday, but it's like right. 
It's like, don't play the contest if you can't win. I, I dealt with this in radio for years and years and years and years. They call them professional contest players. I'm not saying Jamie is one. I mean, he's coming up with funny taco comments. I get it. Right. But I, I always hated the people that would win and then leave the prize sitting in the basket at the front desk of the radio station all weekend. Yeah. Why'd you play? Don't use the But ticket. he's saying Don't, give it to you know. somebody else. Yeah. He's doing a noble thing. Yeah. For sure. No, absolutely. Hour two. You know, it's, not, it's a little different two, than course. those. A little different than the prize people who would, who would, you know, win it, say they're going to use it, and then not use the prize. Mm. Uh, Hour two is brought to you by Great Western, original 16 beer, brewed in Saskatchewan, made with premium Saskatchewan ingredients. Original 16 is unfiltered for peak flavor. Brian Munn's coming up, the voice of the Winnipeg Ice. Um, I just want to say something here. i got to refresh my page. Get to the latest and greatest comments that have come in here. Um, I guess it has warmed up in Alberta. So, ah, my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat says it's going to be plus eight degrees in Medicine Hat this afternoon. So I'm quite happy with uh, heading into Calgary Saturday. I can tell you that for the first of a two-week residency at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. And we'll be there for the Palace Athena Big Fight card on Saturday night. Two women's world titles up for grabs. Um, but since we're just chewing the fat here, I don't want to say whom. I don't want to out him. But I got a text this week from a guy that said that he heard Connor Bedard was going to go play in Europe. Not, I wasn't sure if he was talking about this year or for next year. It's one of those things that's picking up steam. But let's just remember something. When the Pats sucked long about, what, late November? Yeah. Uh, or early November, the rumor was out there that Connor Bedard, the next McDavid, the next Crosby, was going to ask for a trade. And I checked with my sources. <laughs> Don't get much better than the sources I had. And they said Connor wouldn't do that. And he hasn't. And he won't. So how do you feel about this rumor that he's going to go to Europe because the Pats aren't playing? This isn't his draft year. Could it's we blame not, him if he went? No, we can't at all. And you, we have to remember, you know, and, and I've been pretty consistent about this. We live in a different world than we did a year ago. We live in a different world than we did a month ago. And we live in a different world than we did a week ago. It's always changing. So if a month ago he wasn't going to ask for a trade, doesn't mean he can't now. Or if a month ago he has no intentions of leaving, doesn't mean that the circumstances don't change and this is what's best for Connor. At the end of the day, I won't take it as a slight to the Western Hockey League. Oh, Munzee logged in too early. <laughs> and we lost him. You'd think he'd know broadcasting. Ah... Uh. While we await to get Moose figured back out, I know for a fact that Clark would have told Munzee when specifically to log in. We don't, we're not looking for him for quite some time here, but that's okay. Like 10 more minutes. While we do that, I'm going to go to the big board, and that's the 902 text line, 902-518-3033. Remember way back in hour one, Devin watching on Game Plus TV from Keswick, Ontario? He asked how I felt about American teams coming in to play the Raptors in Toronto, but American NHL teams can't come into Canada to play the Leafs. 
And I said, it must be an NBA policy versus an NHL policy. I would not blame. Thanks, Moose. You're back. Thanks for being patient. I wouldn't blame Doug Ford on this one. And Devin writes in. He says, thanks for answering, man. Yes, I've been watching you for years now and have never texted. I agree. Probably policies. Sucks there's no fans. Takes the enjoyment out of sport. Keep up the awesome show, man. Devin. From Keswick. Clearly a very intelligent young man, Moose. Clearly. Been watching the for show years. Every day. He's got the clock down. He's making great life choices. Um, makes you feel old. We haven't been on the air for years. I just, I, I had a feeling. Right. I had a feeling this guy's been watching for a long time, and he finally picked up the phone and texted. I hope, I hope to make him a regular member of our sports community here. Grant watching in Kelowna, BC. <laughs> Forgive me. I had COVID, so my mind's a little foggy. I, mean, I told you I'm going to be riding this one for a long time. Remember yes. Grant Grant in Kelowna? He asked, he's like, with Jim Rutherford being hired as president in Vancouver and Gabby as the coach, who's going to be the GM? Remember him asking that, Grant in Kelowna? Yeah. And I was like, I thought Rutherford was going to be the GM. The Canucks have not named a general manager, have they? No. No. My understanding yeah. is that... Jim Rutherford's running the show right now, doing everything, and then they do want to bring somebody in to work under Jim Rutherford as the acting general manager. But there's no need to rush this decision because Jim can handle it all. That's what I thought. They've won eight of ten, and I think what did they rattle off six in a row before they finally lost? I think it was six. Yeah, and I think so. well, hey. I'm working with some very special people down here in South Florida. You know who they are. And they've yeah. said to me, Rod, don't second-guess yourself. You've spent 40-plus years second-guessing yourself. Go with your gut instinct. Yeah. And my gut instinct was that they're not going to hire a general manager, but I felt like a tool. <laughs> when this is like, no, no, they're hiring one. That's just, that's not his fault nor mine. That's fake right. news, as President Trump would say. Anyways, forgive the preamble. Grant in Kelowna writes in and says, I can understand why the postponements in hockey factor more when an American team comes into Canada, but I'm trying to understand why when it's two Canadian teams that are to play each other getting postponed. Is it a revenue thing because there's no fans in the stands or is it a superstar like McDavid is in COVID protocol? So postpone the game until he's back. No, you can't, you can't, you can't do that. Whether it's the 20th player or the number one player, you can't, you can't play favorites on that one. No. Sorry. It would come down to enough people being in COVID protocol that you can't put a team safely together. You know, they're not going to make an NHL team come together with, you know, 15 or 16 players and play a, a hockey game. They're just not going to make that, make them do that. That's not going to happen. Um, but there's all kinds of things that the travel restrictions and the no fans is, is definitely near the top of that list. Randy from the peg writes in on the nine Oh two line. And he says, what do you call 53 millionaires around a TV watching the Super Bowl? The Los Angeles chargers. But um,
If he could have figured a way to work Taco into that, he might have had a, a nice lunch come Friday. Greg Sturr, good friend of mine, is watching on Game Plus television. He is a security guard. I was going to say the most mean-looking one, the, mo the most voracious-looking one, but there's several at the Brand Center, as you know. He's the one that's got the long, yeah. squiggly beard. Okay? And you know he's that, a giant... You know that guy? Oh, now what? The power just went out on Moose. Don't you just love live television? Okay. Well, it seemed like somebody knocked at Moose's door. Did you see him give a... <gasps> Can somebody check on Moose? He's under attack in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. And fortunately, I've got 14,000-plus hours of live broadcast experience. I think I'll pull through. Anyways, Greg Sturr, that very voracious-looking security guard at the Brand Center, the home of the Regina Pats, God's team, he's texted me a news release here. From the Regina Pats, the January 7th and 8th home-and-home home with the Saskatoon Blades has still not been rescheduled, along with the Pats originally scheduled to visit to Swift Current on December 31st. Additionally, the WHL announced four more Pats road postponements as a result of capacity restrictions in the province of Manitoba. Two games at Winnipeg, two games at Brandon. January 15th, 16th, 21st, 22nd. The Pats would like you to know. All seven of these contests will be rescheduled at a later date. The Pats thank you for your patience and understanding as we navigate through these changes. Oh my God, it's like stop the world, I want to get off. Two years of this. Ron Thompson watching in Calgary on Game Plus TV says the Edmonton Oilers have to make a trade for a goalie or there is definitely no playoff longevity this year. I want Munsey's take on that because he married an Edmonton gal and he worked in Edmonton for a long time. I agree with Ken Holland's statement this morning when he met with the Edmonton media that nobody's going to be fired. I agree with that. I don't agree with them not getting a goalie if that's what he said. But maybe they can't get a goalie. Is Anton Hudoman going to be any better than what they have Koskinen or Mike Smith. He's not even playing in Dallas. You want to pick up garbage? I'm not saying Hudolman's garbage, but he's not playing in the NHL. Joe Russo, watching in Winnipeg, texting on the 902 line. Can you please help out? I'm worried about Ryder fans having issues accepting the Bombers going back-to-back. Tough to see them waiting by the general store every day, waiting for a telegram that it was a misprint. Spicy. All the best from Bomber Nation. Signed, Joe Russo. They're not dealing with it well, no. And I'll say this as a guy that's looking at it from 30,000 feet now, the whole country. I just think with the Bomber fans, they've waited 30 long years to get it out. Plus, they didn't really have a year of 2020 to celebrate the 30-year drought ending. So I'm enjoying, quite frankly, the kibitzing. And I do want to say this with and about Ryder fans. The thing about giving the players peace in public, and 
I'd be annoyed if I were them that they let Willie Jefferson get away and Zach Caleros. I'm not standing back and taking any shots at Ryder Nation whatsoever. I'm just looking at it as a guy that's a CFL guy, CFL fan, not the Ryder guy anymore. And I think we've actually made some headway in that regard. So Bomber fans, have at her. You waited 30 years. Bring it. When I feel that it's too much, I'll let you know. I don't feel we're there. Well, I don't feel we're at that point yet. Braden Lavesor writes in. He's watching in the sweatpants capital. Braden says, hey, Rotten Moose, the WHL trade deadline is coming. What do the Pats need to make the playoffs push with only being two points out of a spot? The answer, they need to play games. That's what they need. They got a 20-year-old defenseman, Salim, from Brandon the other day. They acquired Link later from the Prince Albert Raiders. They're making the moves. Don't worry about the Regina Pats. Last I looked, they're in a playoff spot. They got a good goalie. They don't need anything. But to play games, Braden, that's all. And one more comment from Brady. He's watching in the Bridge City. Hey, Rod, Stetson Bennett, the Georgia quarterback, is mature beyond his years. His interview after the game was amazing. Evander Kane will get signed somewhere. The NFC will win the Super Bowl most likely. Tom again. And he says, Nick Lidstrom is the new vice president of hockey operations for the Detroit Red Wings. Thank you, Brady, for the sports update. We're going to Winnipeg next because they got the smoke. Brian Munns, the voice of the Winnipeg Ice, longtime NHL, AHL broadcaster, will join us. And also from the Humboldt Broncos Memorial Golf Tourney. Munzies next. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Our peace show continues from South Florida. Cloudy and cool today, but it'll be heating up indoors. FLA Live Arena, Vancouver Canucks in town. That's my featured game of the night. Got a lot of really cool comments to get to from the viewers that are going to have to wait until the final segment, Taco Time Viewer Takeover, because this segment is about the guest. Our longtime friend, Brian Munns, the voice of the Winnipeg Ice, longtime NHL, AHL broadcaster. Munsey joins us from Winnipeg, and I don't know if we're going to have enough time, Munsey. I have so many things to rattle at you, my friend. Um, <laughs> I guess, number one, can you please speak for a WHL team employee in terms of the chaos that COVID has caused, the scheduling, the players, all of it? What's it been like, man? Hey, Roddy, good to catch up again. Uh, you know what? I think in simple terms, I don't think the hockey world is anything different than what the whole world is going through right now. You wake up each morning and you kind of wait to see what that next day is going to be like. And then you kind of read and react like we have here over the last couple of years since that day back in March when kind of the sports world shut down for the first time. And all of a sudden, everybody started to realize that uh, we were in one here. And Hopefully the vaccinations continue to work and everybody does their part and we uh, we can get back to someday that norm that uh, we all thought we knew at one point and, and we'd love to get to one day. But I think overall, you know, there's so much work that goes on behind the scenes uh, in every walk of life right now, not just sports, but, uh, you know, you just hope that everybody's okay and you just kind of deal with the day that's upon you. 
well said, but let's be honest, there are some names in the top Central Scouting Bureau rankings that belong to the Winnipeg Ice, and it's been two years of this, but the, 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 the development thing. For instance, there's rumors now that Bedard is considering going to Europe. I don't know if it's true or not, but what about that development thing, that the prospects, the worry that they're not playing? Is that not a worry? No, I don't think it is because... You know, the last game that Winnipeg played was January 1st in Medicine Hat. So by the time they hit the ice again with some rescheduled games, and I know you saw late last night that uh, the league's been working around the clock trying to make sure that they get as many games as possible, and there's a full intent to play all 68 games this year that the Western Hockey League began back in, in early September. And I think the target is still there and achievable right now with, uh, you know, the teams working together and being able to move some things around. Like, we added a, a Swift Current Moose Jaw game to a road trip that's coming up next weekend into Prince Albert and Saskatoon. So come Friday, the ice are going to jump on the bus and they'll be gone for nine days instead of just one weekend that uh, was going to be next weekend. And that's in part to teams like Moose Jaw and Regina and Swift Current that are moving some things around as well. So I think everybody's trying to help each other as much as you can. And it's just the world we're in here right now. So I don't think there's any concern, to be honest with you, that the players are concerned that they're not getting their games in or the chance isn't there for them to play in front of scouts because I can tell you when the regular season schedule resumed after the Christmas break, we were in Swift Current and then out into Alberta and the places were packed because obviously with the World Junior Hockey Championship getting shut down, the scouts were all in that area. And, uh, you know, we saw Calgary play in Medicine Hat on New Year's Eve. And I think it's fair to say that every team in the NHL was well represented, not by just at least one scout, but uh, had a number of their scouting staffs there. So the players are getting looked at. Uh, the scouts are doing their jobs. I know they're excited to still be in the rink. And, uh, you know, we're all moving around. Just the target dates are, uh, are maybe not quite set in stone like we're used to them being. I know full well what it's like to be a team broadcaster. You can't really keep an eye on what's going on in other leagues and stuff. But I just I wonder your thoughts on the orders, Ken Holland this morning saying there will be no firings, despite what the team's going through. You worked in Edmonton for a long time. As I mentioned, you married an Edmonton gal. You got an eye on the orders, Munsey. What do you think about what Holland had to say this morning? Yeah, I do. Because, uh, you know, you and I have uh, a tie with Coach Tippett back to his days in PA. I think we always look at uh, the Raider alumni in that regard. And, you know, Glenn Gullitson's a really good friend of mine, too. So, yeah, I do keep an eye on it because they have arguably two of the most exciting players to watch in the league with McDavid and Drysaddle. So, you know, when you're flipping around and there's different games on, you want to watch 97 and 29 play because they're worth the price of admission every time they step on the ice. So, you know, I'm happy to hear that. Uh, you, know, you take a look at the standings right now, and I think it's still a crapshoot. Like, you look at the talk around Winnipeg here when the coaching change happened, Paul Maurice stepped away and Dave Lowry uh, stepped in here. Everybody's hair was on fire that has it uh, with the Winnipeg Jets right now as to why they're outside the playoff picture and they're only three or four points out. So there's a big second half of the season here right now. We're not at the end of the calendar in any league. So I think, uh, you know, that status quo doesn't hurt sometimes either. Listen, I want to spend a few minutes on the humble Broncos. And obviously it comes up in your life every day, but even here in South, because of your work with them and your history with them, but even where I am in South Florida, it comes up every day. It probably will always come up every day, Brian, in our lives. Rightfully yeah. so, I think. What do we need to know about this year's humble Broncos Memorial Golf Tourney and how are things going 
with that program. Yeah, it's going good, Roddy. It, uh, you know, this is year number five. It's hard to believe it's it's been that long already since 2018 when when the accident happened in early April. But uh, you know, actually, Jared Bednar and Lori Warford and I were just having a little conference call here on the weekend. I guess it was that. Uh, you know, we've we obviously put a lot of work into it behind the scenes, and we have so many great volunteers that help make it happen, and our corporate sponsors. And we're set to go again coming up on August fifth and sixth. Uh, we've got the Hunter Brothers doing a little concert for us uh, on Friday night, and then of course we've got the SJHL Hall of Fame induction that we wanted to do two years ago when COVID hit. Uh, the inductees are all announced and all that, so there's no real news there. But uh, you know, it's all just again, kind of like what we talked about with hockey at the beginning of it here just making sure that everything's done appropriately and safe. So we're uh, we're grinding away on it. We're looking forward to it. I know the golf course has some renovations going on themselves that uh, we'll let them announce here in the near future. But uh, it's going to be a really fun weekend, and it's great to get back home and see a lot of familiar faces. And obviously the weekend is uh, for 29 special individuals and their family. There's some we lost, some that are still with us right now. And, uh, you know, we get a chance to get everybody back together and uh, – just tell some great stories. Uh, hey, I don't want to put you on the spot, but you're behind this whole thing. Do you recall this year's induction class? Just selfishly, I want to know, because I can't remember. It's been a while since the announcement. What do you remember about the class? Uh, this year's class? Yeah. That's coming up? Uh, oh, mm-hmm. boy, off the top of my... So do you want the names? Yeah. Uh, if you don't have them, it's fine. It's like, <laughs> okay. You do have me on my toes here. Uh, Bob Beatty, Dean Brockman, Kelly Chase, Chris Cuthbert, Jared Bedner. Oh, boy. Rock star um, of the day. You got Monza, you got it. You don't got to get them okay, all. You, you got enough. You're the rock star okay, of the good. day for that. That is one hell of a class, by the way. Are all the guys going to be there, do you think? Yeah, as of right now, everybody is uh, looking to be in attendance. I'm just going back in my phone here for you real quick. Um, yeah, as of right now, you know, we've had conversations going on for the last couple of years here with everybody that, uh, you know, we want to make sure we do it right and have them involved and and they're, uh, they're all good to go. So let's hope that it's all safe for everybody to make it back to Humboldt and, and be able to continue, uh, you know, moving in the right direction here for sure. Munzee, I would not have asked you if I knew you wouldn't knock it out of the park. I had faith in you, and as always, you delivered. So thanks for coming on. Stay safe and uh, keep in touch, my friend. Bob Beatty, Jared Bedner, Dean Brockman, the Brookbank brothers. We can't forget Sheldon and Wade. Lee and Sheldon. Mention yep. Kelly Chase, Chris Cuthbert, Kurt Giles, Elgar Peterson, Brett Stewart, and the 2007-2008 team that won the RBC Cup. Wonderful class. Wonderful class for sure. All right, Munzee, thanks for the time, man. All right, Roddy. Take care. Enjoy the sunshine. Eh? It's a little warmer down there than it is here right now. I sure am. Soaking it all up. Thank you. Brian Munz, voice of the Winnipeg Ice and from the Humboldt Broncos Memorial Golf Tourney. Okay. Taco time. Viewer takeover coming up in overtime. And the Moose will rejoin us. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, available all across Manitoba on Bell MTS Cable. Call your cable provider for details if you don't have it yet. Alberta 2 on Telesoptic TV. We're live on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
It's Overtime, proudly presented by the Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the UFC and the National Hockey League. They tell me the power is back on at the Moose Palace in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. So we did, did the power go out, Moose? Yeah. Did you see it? Like, everything's been happening this oh, yeah. morning. Somebody was knocking at the door, the Purolator guy, dropping off a package. And then all of a sudden, I've never had a power outage. You just right on and off or off and then on. And it knocked my internet out. It had to reset. My apologies. I noticed when the knock, the knock came out the door. So I'm glad to have you. By the way, I said that I had some funny things to go through here in Taco Time Viewer Takeover. Number one, Jamie in Nova Scotia pulled a Leon Lett. Okay. He says, I'm gifting. I went in and looked at his message. He's gift, wanted to gift his uh, Taco Time gift card to Max and clark from the squad cast i'm like dude you haven't even won yet you fumbled (laughs) at the one yard line so he now winning no tacos for you so close jeff jeff in winnipeg has now the lead jeff cabellas he says you can probably walk the walk but can you talk the taco Uh what do you think about that how about that that's not bad don't start celebrating until you're in the end zone, okay? That's today's lesson. You Leon leaded yourself, Jamie. Now, Bumble it at I mentioned, one. yeah, it's uh, 111, January 11th, 111, very special day. And I said that I had some special messages I wanted to read here. Uh, well, number one, Devin, the longtime viewer, first time texter who said he's been watching us for years. He's, he writes back, LOL, I meant I've listened to your show since 2019 when you guys were in the studio. So sorry to make you feel old, but yeah, it's been years. Sad thing is it's not on him, it's on me. It has been years. I know. I never even the, heard. The comment of the day, the comment of the what? day, Rod, was the 40 years ago comment. That's the clip of the day. You know, 40 years ago, before color television, we were going to outhouses and using the porta potty. Like, more, there was no round tires. We didn't have a vehicle. No, 40 years ago. Yeah, it wasn't that long. (sighs) I'm telling you, it was Heather Locklear and Camaros, man. (laughs) 40 years ago. And she's still hot. Uh, and uh, Bob, Bob Ramsey watching. I like this one. This is for me the 111 moment on this very special day. Longtime friend of mine, longtime supporter of mine. Bob Ramsey is his name. He writes in on the uh, 902 line. He says, so cool to see you on TV, Rod. The Pats will still get a full season in. Book it. The country's going to follow Saskatchewan's lead. Focus on hospital numbers and get back to normal. The eternal optimist, your buddy, Battleship Bob from YQR. Uh, if you know one thing about me, Darren, you've known me since 2015. I've always been big on nicknames. And I gave him the nickname Battleship Bob years ago. Wow. And I just think it's cool that he followed me for years on the radio. And now he feels that it's so cool to watch us on TV. Yet as the kid from Keswick, Ontario said, we've been on for years. <laughs> I know that's that's um, wild. It feels like we just got started. 
from my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat. She says, I've been with my husband more than 40 years. As my cousin, my first cousin, I can say this. She'll know that I'm joking when I say, are you bragging or complaining? <laughs> Where's the drumbeat? Uh... <laughs> Gotta make her realize that it's a joke. <laughs> I know. Well, uh... and that's the other thing about doing this show every day. I called a guy. You know who he is, legendary CFL broadcaster, and I was, he was urging me to apply for the Winnipeg Blue Bomber play-by-play job. And I said, I'm not doing it. I don't want to do that. And he was, said, but it's in your blood. And I said, not anymore. And as I said to you this morning, just after my conversation with the lawyer from Boca Raton, I said, what's wrong with getting up every single morning and being grateful and can't wait to go into work and do this show? What the hell's wrong with that? You know, because that's what it is. That is exactly what it is. And um, Christine <laughs> says she's bragging, not complaining. Last minute, last minute of play in the RP show. Moose, my featured game is the Vancouver Canucks at the Florida Panthers. I'll be there tonight. There are seven games in the NHL. In the NBA, the Phoenix Suns are at the Raptors. Oh! Leafs at Vegas. Is that your featured game? That's my featured game. Yeah. Bingo! That'll be a good one. That'll be a good one. We usually do lunch on these things, uh, on these games, the Vegas Leaf game. So we'll see what happens. We'll do it tonight. in Calgary. Taco time lunch in Calgary next week on the winner of tonight's game. What do you say? Perfect. Oh, I'll tell you, like that, I don't even want to go off the air here right now. Um, 15 seconds. Like that guy, that lawyer from Boca. Vegas. How about Vegas? Isn't it something what they've done? See you tomorrow. Wild. See you, Moose. Noon Eastern. Right here on Game Plus. McFly! Hello! For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.